Hey girl, you're listening to the For The Girl podcast, the podcast designed for you. Join Mac and Ken's as they cover all the hard topics for real life girls trying to love Jesus. Get ready for encouragement, truth, and let's be real, a little bit of a hot mess. Is it just me or are Mac and Ken's your new best friends? Let's get into the episode. Welcome back to the Boy the Girl podcast. I am thrilled to be back on the mic. I actually just in general have loved any time that we get to talk these days, Mac. That's kind of really oh that's sweet. So like you're really excited to be talking to me more than on the microphone. Yeah, like I I don't know. I don't know if it's my new mom thing where I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't like see like adults anymore. Because, but yeah. that's not true, actually. I see adults. It's probably just a familiar person. As you guys know, my whole life changed. I moved. I don't have other than my husband and my mom. There's not like a lot of people I feel comfortable with. So every time I get Mac on the phone, I'm just talking her ear off and pumped. <laughs> We've had some good chats recently. I feel like we have some good conversations about faith, about being moms, about life, about ministries. So I get it. That's awesome. I love it. We really do. We literally go from being like, Mac will be like, okay, so what time do you go to bed? What is your schedule like these days? To then like her being like, so should I put this carrier on my registry? And then all of a sudden we take like a hard pivot and we're like, did you read this story in the Old Testament about the Ark of the Covenant? And then we go off about that. And Mac is like, oh my gosh, am I a Bible study this week? And then we go hard about that. And then, yeah, so there's a lot. Oh, and then we're like, oh my gosh, like my husband might do this for work and then we like switch up and then we're talking yeah. about our husbands and we're just like we literally go all across the board like we you go just never all know. across the board yes and it, this is funny I feel like we should share this with the podcast is the other day on our Instagram I posted about Mississippi pot roast which is oh yeah we talk about food yes Mississippi pot roast which is this recipe it's a crock pot recipe it's so good and uh, Ken's was like, what is this recipe? So she decided to make it. And then you guys ate it again, right? Like you liked it that much. You ate it a second time. But the funniest mm-hmm. thing is that she texted Tyler and I and said, we're loving this Missouri pot roast. <laughs> <laughs> it was just really killed me and really cracked me up that she called it Missouri pot roast when it's called Mississippi pot roast. And then the other funny thing is we eat our Mississippi pot roast with rice. And then she was like, no, rice is out, quinoa is in. And I was like, no, quinoa is so 10 years ago, Ken's. Oh my gosh, what? No way, no way, it's back, it's back. (laughs) That's our latest debate is, is rice cool or is quinoa cool? (laughs) So that's also things to talk about. We'll put a poll, we'll put a poll on Instagram because I think quinoa wins. Well, quinoa is obviously healthier, but okay, LOL at just everybody with the ins and the outs. Personally, I love enjoying like, you know, the post like 2024 ins or outs, I love them. But oh, I was dying my sister-in-law the other day on her Instagram story she was like she's so funny she's just a funny person and she goes she goes okay guys we did it we said it we said all the things did all of it everybody did their ins and their outs and like the way she just said it was like so funny wait you don't even get what I'm saying do you no like she was like like, making fun of it basically (laughs) yeah yeah but she did it herself so that's hilarious she was just like laughing at how everybody did it 
I love it. Yes. Everybody shared all the things. I need to do mine. No, no, you don't. (laughs) I would really laugh at you if you did. I'd be like, oh gosh, yours would be like that. Quinoa in, rice out. (laughs) I asked a girl the other day how long it took her to come up with hers because they were so creative. And she said eight hours. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's hilarious. That's hilarious. I love that. I love that. Well, uh, I'm starting a journey on TikTok. I should share this with the For the Girl podcast where I'm like yeah, go doing, doing my own personal TikToks and it's like really fun and hilarious. And so I was like, I should do an in and out because that's the, the trend of the moment. And I'll tell you, mine took me all of probably uh, 45 seconds, maybe a little <laughs> bit longer than that, but I didn't. Well, do you feel like the quality is hard? Well, I mean, mine are a little bit random, which is like, you know, on brand for what we do here for the girl. Obviously, there's some good spiritual ones. And then all the other ones were just me randomly thinking of things that I'm like, okay. can can you just quickly read them off to the podcast? Yeah, I can. Okay, hold on. I got to find it. Okay. It's yeah, we on need- my, let me see. Okay. Okay. What's in and what's out. Yeah, it's on my TikTok. So Wow, this we did not plan any of this. This is all just <laughs> happening in the moment. <laughs> okay, ins and outs. What did it even look like? I don't remember. Oh, here we go. Okay, yeah. Okay. Oh, sound. Okay. In, which this is awesome. The in is actually listening for God's voice rather than just talking at him, which is perfect for the episode that we're doing. <laughs> oh my gosh. So wow. I, that is like something I'm very, very passionate about. In is mayo. I said, LOL, I don't know why I've never realized how good it is before. My husband totally inspired that one. He eats mayo on everything. And I just like slowly was like, let me try some mayo. And then I was like, wait, I like mayo. Um, I can't believe you didn't have mayo before. I know. I just, I I hadn't eaten it since I was like a little kid. Nesting. I'm so excited to prep our home for baby girl. Little walks to close out each day. Let me tell you, haven't done those yet. Uh, Helping my young life (laughs) high school girls know who they are in Christ embracing becoming a mom and learning to love this season of life, planning little ways to make my husband feel extra loved each week, dressing up sweatpants and feeling beautiful in them. And which I have on my sweatpants right now. And I, you know, I dress up sweatpants because that's what fits me. So that's fun. Um, And then my owl is phones in the bedroom, which Tyler and I are doing. We're not doing like phones in the room anymore. Letting my house get to disaster level before cleaning. That's a real one. Saying yes to everything and having crazy plans every single weekend out doubting who God made me to be (laughs) drip coffee. I think everybody knows I don't like drip coffee in this season pregnancy. I'm only into lattes, (laughs) dreading the gym, Stanley cups. I'm in a walla girl now. Got my walla right here and not telling my people when I'm struggling mentally or emotionally. Those are my Okay. How does uh, that feel reading out loud? I slightly cringy and embarrassing, <laughs> but I'm glad I didn't spend eight hours on them. <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> oh my gosh. I like, um, I like, um, actually I saw that post and I was inspired and honestly it was what inspired this episode. So we can kind of just go in and talk about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. That was amazing. Thank you for that. But yeah, we are preparing for our new for the girls series and, we were like, okay, talk about in this year, the For the Girl podcast. We are like really, really, 
I guess, inspired or moved or feel like it's really important to make every single episode something that really feels God-inspired or mm. timely or something that he put a, put on our hearts that we can share. That doesn't always mean, like, I guess we have, like, a quote-unquote authority in this. Like, we're not going to be yeah. experts in it. No. But something that we just feel, like, really moved yeah. to share. And one thing that really has been on the heart, on Mac's heart, really all last year and even seemingly continuing into this year um, is hearing God's voice. And I was sitting the other day uh, having time with Jesus and we just we just created like new prayer pads. Shout out to the prayer pad. Check them out online. <laughs> you can purchase one for yourself, but they actually are one of the things that we meet both Mac and I use yeah. on a daily basis. And I was doing my prayer pad the other day and it's a little different than they were before it's like revamped and it has a section at the bottom that's about like listening for God's voice and I got to that section and I was like oh this is kind of hard <laughs> I was like what do I do wow <laughs> and um I in that moment I was like gosh I really want Mac to like share this on the podcast because I think that a lot of us struggle with that when it comes to like hearing God's voice and like what we do like is it the first thing that comes to our head do we sit there and wait for hours should I go for a walk and just like listen that way um I don't know I just think and what how do we know if it's God's voice and all the questions and things and so that's kind of what we wanted to talk about today and I know Mac has been really inspired and has a lot to share in this area so yeah Yes. Well, I I was excited when you brought it up. I was like, oh, okay, sure. I would love to. And uh, I think you're you're so spot on, Ken, with us wanting the podcast. I feel like sometimes we think we are sick of hearing ourselves talk because sometimes we're trying to to do episodes that maybe God hasn't quite put specifically on our hearts. And so kind of our promise to you and our vow to you is every episode we put out this year, they might be a little less frequent, but I promise you every episode is going to be one that we are like putting our full hearts into and Mm -hmm. really sitting with the Lord with and really processing through. And so we're kicking Mm -hmm. it off with one that, yeah, has kind of been similar in my heart for maybe like a year and a half now. And I've mentioned it a little bit. I think we did an episode back in the Still the Same God series that was about God speaking. And so there was some stuff there, but I feel like even since then, I feel like God has done so much and taught me so much more. And so it was really this journey that Tyler and I went on together. There was a moment, I think it was like October, 2020. Two, is that right? (laughs) Because we're in 2024. Yeah. October of 2022, I heard this podcast episode from this guy. His name's Jamie Winship. And he he's a police officer. And he literally would police using the voice of God. And his stories are incredible and amazing. And my favorite part about him is he is the most like normal dad ever (laughs) like he's he's nothing like crazy he's just like this normal dad and the way he speaks it's so it's so authentic it's so real and he makes hearing God's voice seem so approachable and so normal and and it just made me for the first time go I I want to do that number one and and I believe that God can speak to me 
in that way. And so I shared the podcast with Tyler. We literally started listening to everything Jamie Winship we could get our hands on. We read his book. Like we still to this day search his name on the podcast app like once a month and listen to everything that's new because we're that into it. But really was Mm -hmm. this journey that we went on where we were like, okay, at first students of it, just trying to learn and then became kind of doers of it of like, okay, now we have to take this awkward step and start trying to actually hear God's voice. And it's been really cool over the last year and a half. We've both done it individually. We've both done it together as a couple. And then we've also done it within some context of community that we have. And God has spoken and God has shown up in all three of those different areas of life. And it's been some of my favorite moments with Jesus that I've had, some of my sweetest moments, some of my most breakthrough moments. And I'm just really passionate about it. And I'm really excited about this episode. And so the thing that really kind of gripped me from the beginning was Jamie's, he kind of has this definition, if you will, for hearing the voice of God. And he says, hearing the voice of God is as simple as fixing your eyes on Jesus, asking him a question, and then following the free flow of thoughts that come to your mind. So it's number one, fixing your eyes on Jesus. Number two, asking him a question. And then number three, following the free flow of thoughts that come to your mind. And so we're going to unpack that a lot, lot more in this episode. But that was really kind of just this simple definition that changed everything for me and really started this Hmm. journey that Tyler and I have been on of kind of learning to grow more and more dependent upon God's voice. So Mm -hmm. we're going to jump in. I I have some points for us, I can't wait. Okay, but I want to <laughs> add one thing uh, just for context for anybody listening. Mac is, I think, before this like new desire or passion yeah. to hear God's voice, she was the girl that was more like, you're like, nope, I know the Bible. Those people that are just like going out in the world and being like, oh, I heard from God and he totally. told me to say this to you. We're like so weird. You were like, oh my gosh, I hate that. I hate everything about that. When it came to kind of like the Holy Holy Spirit and this like spiritual aspect of like listening and tuning in with the Spirit of God, it was yes. definitely like foreign to you. And what I love about this is that you really have opened yourself up to to this and like you're like okay wait wait a second like just like that definition it's like as simple as fixing your eyes on him asking him a question and then the free flow thoughts that come to your mind and I I just love that you have been on this journey I mean even the free flow thoughts that come to your <laughs> mind still feels like a little bit like oh, uh, whoa, that's good for you Mac yeah but <laughs> But you're challenging yeah. yourself to, like, stick with it. And I, I want to say that for anybody listening to this episode that's like, oh, my gosh, this is for just, like, those girls. Yes. That is just for those girls, you know? Yeah, it's such a good point. Yeah, I've always been, if I think about, like, truth and spirit or word and spirit, I've definitely been more of, like, a truth, a word girl. I want to know it's factual. I want to know it's real. And I think some of my experiences in my life with the spirit have been weird and like been uncomfortable and and have made me have a lot more questions and answers and so I've definitely shied away from that side of my faith at times and even that part of the trinity of like I can relate a lot more with God and Jesus but the Holy Spirit kind of weirds me out a little bit and so Mm -hmm. it has been this like really sweet journey of going okay 
it doesn't have to be weird and and kind of figuring that out for for myself what this looks like and so I, I'll share a lot more about that too so mm-hmm. that's a good point I'm not one of those girls normally <laughs> but we yeah, love those girls totally. we love those we girls. love it we love yeah that. yeah <laughs> inspired <laughs> Kenz will tell you, I have an issue. I've always had this issue since I was a little girl of like, I cannot be somebody that I'm not. I just like (laughs) refuse. And so this was probably Uh. an issue for me and my faith for a long time. So (laughs) Uh, she's opening up though. This is good. This is step one. (laughs) So if you're like me and you find yourself one of those girls, I hope this episode really encourages you. Don't turn it off because you think it's not for you. Like this is for you. So the first thing that I want to point out, and this was like another game changer for me, is just simply that when it comes to hearing God's voice, you have to remember, number one, that you have the mind of Christ. This comes straight from scripture. It's 1 Corinthians 2. 1 Corinthians 2 talks so much about like the spirit and what kind of happens in our minds and what we can know because of the spirit inside of us. And you should read all of 1 Corinthians 2, but this is the very last verse. It's verse 16. And it says, the person with the spirit makes judgments about all things, but such a person is not subject to merely human judgments for who has known the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him. But we, meaning believers, we that walk with Jesus, we have the mind of Christ. And that's like cute, pretty scripture, but I want you to really think about that. Like the mind that was in Jesus as he walked around on earth, like that same mind is in us, the mind of Christ. And I love it because when you look at the gospels and you study the story of Jesus, Jesus has this really easy dialogue with the father. He talks to him all the time. He gets away to private places to pray and to talk with Jesus, to conversate with Jesus. It's not this one-sided conversation. He listens for God's voice always. And during the temptation of Jesus, there's this moment where the enemy tries to get him to turn bread into stones. And I love the way that Jesus responds because I think it shows so much of the heart of Jesus and his dependency upon the voice of God in his life. But it says that he says, it is written, man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. And you see that Jesus had this dependency saying like, I will take my every breath. I will live on every single word that comes from the mouth of God. Everything that he did, everything that he said came straight from the father. And we get to share in that mind of Christ. We literally get to put on the mind of Christ and and we get to connect with our father in that way. And so, yeah, that can feel supernatural and that can feel weird, but I love that scripture, the truth uh, word tells us you have the mind of Christ. Like, are you accessing the mind of Christ? Are you, are you conversating just as easily and naturally with God, just like Jesus did? Because that's what we're called to do. We're called to do the things that Jesus did to model what he modeled for us. And what he models for us is this beautiful dependency upon God's voice. And so I loved first the recognition that you have the mind of Christ and you get to carry that into your every day. And you get to also be so dependent and access God's voice in every single moment. So you have the mind of Christ. Mm. So important to remember. Mm. Okay. Yes, so good. <laughs> Second is you have the Holy Spirit. Speaking about the Spirit, you have the Spirit. You know, if you think about it in the Old Testament, before 
before the Spirit came to us, God spoke mostly through the prophets. So not everyone had this direct access to God's voice. It truly kind of was only for like the chosen or the religious. Not everybody got to hear God's voice so directly. But Jesus, Jesus changed everything when he died and he resurrected again. And then he left us with this helper, with this gift, the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is literally just the spirit of God within us. And it's so cool when you think about it, like if you have this spirit that lives with inside of you always, like you get to access this always to dialogue with it. It would be crazy if someone moved into your house and you never talked to him, you know, like they just lived in your basement and you just didn't even acknowledge that they were there. And so when we think about the spirit coming and living inside of us, of course, we're going to dialogue with the spirit inside of us. And and yes, it's going to take practice and yes, it's going to take some figuring out and and it can feel a little bit weird, but I just think it's so cool to think about the fact that we have the spirit inside of us. So of course there's going to be this kind of inner dialogue that happens. And so I think it's really cool to see the difference from Old Testament to New Testament. Obviously Jesus was there in flesh with people. So when he spoke, he spoke just directly to them. And then in the book of Acts, we see the spirit coming and falling in Acts 2. And then I want to give you just a ton of examples of what it looked like when the spirit spoke all throughout the book of Acts. So I'm going to read off a ton of them for us here. So Acts 8.29, it says, The Spirit told Philip, go to the chariot and stay near it. So here we have this guy named Philip, and the Spirit told him where to go. Acts 9.10, it says, The Lord called to him in a vision, Ananias. And then later in verse 15, But the Lord said to Ananias, Go, this man is my chosen instrument. So here we have God speaking through a vision, but he's speaking, and again, he's telling him, hey, go, this is what I'm calling you to do. Acts 10, 13, it says, then a voice told him, get up, Peter, kill and eat. Later in verse 19, while Peter was still thinking about the vision, the spirit said to him, Simon, three men are looking for you. Get up and go downstairs. Do not hesitate to go with them, for I have sent them. So here, the voice of God is just a voice. It's just a voice that that Peter hears and this voice tells him something that he wouldn't know without the spirit's revelation. Acts 11:28 says one of them named Agabus stood up and through the spirit predicted that a severe famine would spread over the entire Roman world. So here it's kind of weird and sounds like fortune telling almost like he's like telling the future. But really, I imagine there was just a voice inside of his mind that said, hey, there's going to be a famine that's going to spread all over the Roman world. And he spoke it out loud. And it was true because it was from the spirit. Acts 13, 2 says, while they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit says, set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. So again, we have the spirit speaking in the midst of, of worship and prayer and fasting. So all of these kind of give you examples of how the spirit talks. <laughs> sometimes it's in visions. Sometimes it's just a voice in your mind. Uh, sometimes they were action oriented and sometimes they were things that people wouldn't know or shouldn't know on their own of their own knowledge and devices. And so I love that the spirit typically tells people kind of these one of two things. It's usually telling people 
things they need to know that they wouldn't know otherwise, or number two, telling them things that they need to go and do. It kind of involves this action, action and obedience. And this is something that I've been learning recently from the Old Testament. I actually was just sharing this with Ken's yesterday. There's this Old Testament word called Shema, and Shema is the Hebrew word for hear. H-E-A-R, to hear. And when we think about hearing, we think about like, I heard a song the other day, or I heard you say this the other day. And hearing is simply for us like the receiving of, of a sound, the receiving of like sound waves going through our ears. But in the Hebrew definition of what hear would have meant, hearing always was connected with doing. So hearing automatically implied doing, hearing something, processing it deeply, and then responding with some sort of action because of what you heard. So hearing, hearing always was paired with doing and hearing typically led to obedience. And so that's kind of for me when I think about hearing God's voice It's not just so that I can be cool and charismatic and have these flashy things that like I can do that show people that I'm spiritual. For me, hearing God's voice is being able to listen and know what God has to say to me and then knowing what to do because of it. They're always paired together. They're always paired together. God, what do you want me to know? And then God, what do you want me to go and do because of what you just told me? And so those are typically the things that I'm looking for when I'm thinking about hearing God's voice in every moment. It's God, what do you want me to know right now? And then God, what do you want me to do because of what you just told me? What do you want me to go and do? What's the action or the obedience that's associated with that? So Uh, that's kind of my reminder that number one, you have the mind of Christ. Number two, you have the Holy Spirit. And all through all acts, it's very normal for the Holy Spirit to speak and to provide information and to provide action for us to go and to do. And so we see it Mm. not just from our, you know, super spiritual friends. We see it also given to us throughout the word of God. And I love how it's lined out that it can come from this truth that then now we can respond in spirit because of the truth. So Mm, that's really helpful. As you're reading those scriptures and giving examples of how the spirit speaks, I was like, oh, in my mind, I was like, oh, I feel like I've had a similar example of that. Or I feel like I kind of had heard the voice tell me what to do before, like the voice of the spirit tell me what to do. Or, oh, I do feel like he sometimes helped me know what's next, even when I wasn't supposed to know. Or, you know, oh, yeah, when I was like in worship the other day, like I really felt this strong inclination to do this or this thought came to my head and those are just examples of the scripture you were reading and sometimes sometimes though I'm like oh my gosh okay that's cool first of all I like definitely don't write them down or like (laughs) remember them so I think step one for me is probably doing write it down yeah. 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 I think that's important. It's good. I'm like, oh, what was that? Whoops. Because, you know, sometimes when we just get thrown back into the w- real world, well, I think we can carry the spirit with us wherever we go. But then there's also times where, like, he really did designate, like, a space or a time in your quiet time or worship or fasting or whatever, or on a walk or whatever, where he told you something and then you, like, get back to work and you forget it. So, yeah, write yeah. it down. I need to write it down. I know my mother in law, she actually, anytime she has a dream at night, 
<clears throat> she wakes up and writes her dreams mm. down. She has like a journal next to her bed. I've always thought to myself that I want to do that. But yeah. Um, yeah. all these ways that, and I, I think for me, it's like a matter of growing in confidence too of like, okay, yeah, I do have the mind of Christ. Okay, these like words and whispers could be him. But I guess, and you might be moving there. How do we know that like this is something we should act on? Or how do we know that that really is the voice of God? Yes, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> okay, yeah, thank you. Yes. Help me. <laughs> yeah, and, and I remember, Ken's it's so funny because I remember us I remember us wrestling with this like early in our friendship college days when we were like, okay, how do you know if it's just you and your mind? How do you know if it's God in your mind? How do you know if it's the enemy in your mind? And one thing that I think is just super interesting is how easy we believe the enemy's voice in our life. You know, think about it. Insecurity is the enemy voice, enemy's voice in your life. Like when you look in the mirror and you hate what you see, or when you fail at something and you're like, I'm awful, I'm a terrible person, that is the enemy's voice in your life. And isn't it crazy how quickly we believe those things? Like mm -hmm. we just surrender to them and we're like, yep, that's true, absolutely. Yet yeah. we're so afraid to hear God's voice because we're, I think we're afraid we're going to get it wrong. And that was me for the most part. I never wanted to be a phony. I never wanted to like be like, I heard God say this when really he didn't say that to me. Um, and so I think one of the things that we can best learn to do is to learn what God's voice actually sounds like. And so there's another passage of scripture. We all, I, you probably are familiar with this. This is straight from the mouths of Jesus, but it's John 10, two through five. I'll just read it for us real quick. It says, the one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice. This is Jesus talking about himself saying, I am the shepherd. And so it says, the gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them and his sheep follow him because they know his voice, but they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. And so we have this kind of metaphor of a shepherd and sheep. If you know, sheep are not very smart creatures. All <laughs> they're really good at is knowing the voice of their shepherd and following the voice of their shepherd. And so here Jesus is saying, hey, my sheep, the ones that follow me, they know my voice and they know my voice so much that when the enemy tries to speak, they run away because they can't even recognize that voice. And this is one of those passages that I'm like, oh, I want this to be so true in my life, but it doesn't feel, it didn't feel so true, especially when I first read it. And so there's just some things that I've kind of learned from it that I want to, I want us to talk about and look at today that I think are really helpful when it comes to recognizing God's voice. So First thing I want to point out is that in verse three, it says the gatekeeper opens the gate for him. The sheep listen to his voice. And then it says he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. So there it is. He calls you by name. He doesn't just say, hey, sheep, come follow me. Come follow where I'm going. He says, hey, Mackenzie, <laughs> Mackenzie, like he's calling you really specifically, Ken's. And I think this is really important to note that when God speaks to you, it is going to be personal. 
and it is going to be unique to you. The way he speaks to you will not be exactly like how he speaks to me. It's going to sound different because he doesn't just say, hey, all my sheep come follow me. He calls each of us individually by name. And so you have to go on this journey of figuring out, okay, God, how do you speak to me specifically? What does that look like for me really practically? And so for me, when I'm following the free flow of thoughts that come to my mind, you should look at like the difference in how God speaks to me and how God speaks to Tyler. When I write down what God speaks Mm -hmm. to me, it's these long form like sentences that are flowery and pretty and beautiful and like stories come to mind and metaphors come to mind because that's how God's designed my brain. Like I am, uh, I love metaphors. I love pretty language. I love stories. And so my mind just goes like that. And like, when I hear God speak, that's how he speaks to me. Tyler is so different than me. And God speaks to him in bullet points. It's like Mm -hmm. a little bullet point and like he'll expound with a couple more bullet points underneath it, so on and so forth. And so I just love Mm -hmm. looking at the difference in the two ways. I think that God speaks to both of us really individually because he calls each of us by name. And he, he can speak. He's so creative. He's so good. He can speak to each of us in such different ways. For some of you, it might be visions. For some of you, it might be dreams. For some of you, he might only speak to you when you're out on a walk and being active and doing something. For some of you, it might be, you know, you hear his voice best at 3am when you wake up in the middle of the night. Like, I don't know, but I think you have to stop trying to hear his voice the way other people hear his voice and start figuring out how he speaks to you individually. And he's going to speak to you, honestly, probably through some of the ways he made you because he's your creator. He's the one who made you. He's the one who designed you, who thought of you. So these things that make you different than other people, he's not going to see those as blocks to getting to speak to you. He's going to see those as pathways to speak specifically to you, to call you by name. So if you're super creative, then like he's probably going to speak to you in a creative way. If you're super athletic and physical and like your happiest place is you know, on a run or at the gym, he might speak to you at the gym and that's not bad. That's good. And that's perfect. And that's beautiful. And so I think you have to get really kind of comfortable with realizing that how God speaks to you is going to be so unique and it's not going to look like other people's. So you're not going to be able to like fact check it by saying, Oh, well, he speaks to me the same way he speaks to Ken. So like, I must be good. So I think it's really individual and I think it's important. I think that's also that's also where like the comparison thing comes into play that keeps us from hearing God's voice, you know, because we're like, oh, but that can't be true. Like he spoke to her in that way or him in that way. And we get all up in our head about it or it should sound like that. I, I mean, I've just been there so many times. And so, yeah, I think that that knocks that down because it's it's it is personal and it's going to look different. And if it actually is the same as your friend, it's probably not the voice of God. So, mm. yep. Yeah, I love that. And also before anybody uh, starts saying, oh, well, God, just like like your example with he's speaking to you and like these pretty metaphorical, floral, beautiful statements. And then Tyler with just like bullet points, you know, people are like, oh, but he loves this. Maybe that just he speaks to girls in this fluffy way and boys with bullet points. 
I am the boy category, I guess, <laughs> because he speaks to me in bullet points. So yeah. that wipes that away. <laughs> I'm like for sure like over with the Lord, like, oh, okay, I'll write this one word down and yeah. that's all I got. No, so <laughs> Well, we I have told you we've done this in community and we, we have done this with like a, a group this past summer. We literally would like meet in our living room and we would have a question, we would go and ask God, sit for 20, 25 minutes and then come back and kind of share what we heard every single person's was so unbelievably different yet it was so clear to see just the power of God speaking because they needed to hear something so different than what I needed to hear and for some people God only spoke to them through scripture like scripture was the only thing that came to mind for them and that's beautiful and that's so good. And then for people like me, I it was like a story, a metaphor for Tyler. It was two <laughs> bullet points, you know, for other people it was one word. And so I Oh my gosh. I would hate to have been sharing after you. Oh my <laughs> you're no. You're you're bad. Mine wasn't any better than anybody else's. <laughs> I know. I'm going back to the comparison. Just kidding. Yeah. But I'm just, okay, but just LOL for a moment. Yours was probably so like amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. That's no. just always Mac and Ken's guys. It's like Mac comes in with this like, yeah, we're on like a podcast and she's like got a great answer. And I'm like, let's just keep it simple, guys. Let's keep it simple. <laughs> JK, oh my goodness. JK. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so he calls you by name. That comes from verse three. Verse four goes on to say, when he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. And so this is super important. Do you know what he sounds like? Do you know his tone? Mm-hmm. Do you know his heart for you? And for me, this has come from honestly a lot of time being in the word of God. I think that literally hearing how he spoke through scripture, like studying the way it sounds, studying what he, how he typically speaks, because he does speak individually, but he also, there's this common heartbeat underneath all of it. And so I think it's really important to not just like let the spirit live out in no man's land, but to really ground the spirit in truth. And I think you do that by like really studying God's word and knowing scripture. And so often for me, the things I hear God speak in my life will be mirrored from things that I'm reading in scripture because I'm getting familiar with his voice. So then when I'm out and about in my day, going through the drive through and like something pops in my mind that I wasn't thinking about, I'm like, oh, that is God speaking. Like that's, I need to pay attention because that is God's voice because I recognize it from a passage that I read in scripture earlier. And so I think that we can, we can think of our time in scripture as just like checking out the box, like studying, getting in the word, like knowing God's scripture, just so you can know it cerebrally. But I think I really view scripture now as like, God, I'm getting to know what your voice sounds like. And I don't just stop when I close my Bible. I look for your voice as I continue out throughout my day. And so I think it's really important to know what he sounds like. And then secondly, later on in verse nine, Jesus uh, explains kind of the analogy for people. And he says, I'm the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. And so 
there's kind of the distinction between the voices in your head. Because when God is speaking to you, let me tell you, the enemy is also going to be trying to speak to you. Like they usually go hand in hand. But Jesus tells us that the thief came to steal, kill, and destroy. But he came so that we would have life and have it to the full. And so that's how I distinguish what God's voice sounds like from what the enemy's voice sounds like. God's voice is the one that brings me life. It tells me the truth about the character of God, and it also tells me the truth about who I am. And the enemy, on the other hand, steals, kills, and destroys all that, that is good in my life, and he does it through these things like fear, like doubt, questioning, insecurity. He gets me to think negatively about one of two things, either negatively about who God is and the promises that he's made to me, or number two, he gets me to think negatively about who I am and who God calls me to be. And that's how I kind of recognize and go, oh, wait, 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 wait. God is not telling me that I am not enough. God never said that. God says I am enough and there is a fear there underneath it. And that's the fear that I need to bring to God and let him speak into and let him tell me his truth about that fear. And so I think it's really important to recognize the tone and then also just have some like quick little check-ins of like, okay, the enemy, he's come to steal, kill, and destroy. Is this voice in my head stealing my joy, killing my confidence, destroying my identity? That's the enemy, or is this mm. bringing me life, bringing me to the, bringing me into fullness with Jesus? Sometimes, yeah, that's going to be conviction. It's not always going to be hard or easy. Sometimes Jesus is going to call us to hard and difficult things, but is it bringing you life? And is it bringing you life to the full with Jesus, drawing you closer to him or putting up a wall between you and him? And that's when I know, uh, God's voice versus the enemy's voice. So I think it's really important to begin to understand and recognize what his tone in his heart sounds like. So you can check it. And then obviously you can always check it through scripture, but that's one thing for me. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. I always have heard people say like, you, you know, you got to know the word of God to like know the voice of God. And you know, because the truth is found in the word. And, and to be honest, I've like kind of struggled with that because I've always <laughs> struggled, I guess, remembering the word. Mm. I, I just like have like a poor memory. <laughs> Matt can tell you, you know, even even for somebody who writes Bible studies, we study these scripture stories in depth. And I promise you, it's like so hard for me <laughs> to like repeat it back two months later. I'm like, what happened? And so when people share that, they're like, oh, you got to know the word. And that's the voice of God. God speaks through the word. And I'm like, oh, gosh, well, that's going to be so so hard for me because oh I can't remember any of it mm-hmm. and so for anybody who's in that similar place I just wanted to share um and kind of what I'm hearing from you Mac is like you know the times that I'm not spending in the word like when I'm just not opening my bible are often the times where it's really hard for me to just hear from God period mm-hmm. um yeah and so I think it actually is it just a, a maybe a different way of looking at it it's and what you're saying is like, we just got to be in the word to like hear mm. God's voice. Like we yep. just got to put time aside, just be like, like skim the pages of your Bible and be like, okay, this is the truth. I'm grounding myself in the truth. I know the truth. I'm having, I'm experiencing revelations in the word. I'm excited about these stories I'm reading and I'm reminded of the character of Jesus through this. And, and, you know, you're inspired and compelled by the word. It's in those seasons that you're going to hear from 
God, period, because you're connecting mm-hmm. with the life of God and, and the stories of Jesus. And so it's not always that you're going to be like repeating, you know, Psalms 112 back and yeah. <laughs> the voice of God. Like, yeah, it's just that your, your heart is full of the mm-hmm. spirit of God. Yeah. So I hope that makes sense and encourages anybody like me that struggled with m- memorizing scripture. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. Like it, you don't have to have like, 12 verses memorized to like recall upon it in a moment of need. Sometimes it's like you're feeling really afraid somewhere and you remember, oh my goodness, I read in my Bible like two days ago, you are my shield. And that's all you needed mm-hmm. to remember. Yeah. Okay. God, you're my shield. Like, and you brought that to mind because I had the mind of Christ. So you you popped that into my mind. So that must be you reminding me the truth that you are my shield. And so I think that's so true. They just go hand in hand. It's spirit and truth. They cannot be disconnected from one another. And the more that you, you know, the more that you draw near to the truth, to the word of God, and the more that like the spirit can come alive in your life and same vice versa. So it's really good. Okay. So just to kind of wrap it up, I wanted to really practically share with you what this looks like for me in my day-to-day life. Because for me, when I started the journey, I was like, okay, this sounds so amazing. and so cool, but whoa, scary. How the heck do I start doing this? So I really believe- Number one is get the prayer pad. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I'm going to give a shout out to the prayer pad here in a second. But uh, <laughs> I go back to that definition from Jamie Winship that is says, hearing God's voice is- fixing your eyes on Jesus, asking a question, and then following the free flow of thoughts that come to your mind. So number one, fix your eyes on Jesus. How can you quiet the distractions of the world and simply just (laughs) fix your eyes, your heart, your mind on him? This looks different for me depending on the setting. If I'm in my ideal setting, I'm putting on some soaking music, I'm lighting a candle, I'm like, you know... I'm, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about Jesus, I'm reading my Bible, and then I'm going into like asking him a question. Uh, other times we're on the go and it's a moment and I just say like, Jesus, you are so good. I love you. Thank you for how you love me. You are so good. I just repeat those things over and over again and that helps me fix my eyes on him. So I think it can look different in every everything. And again, it's like individually, what does that mean for you to fix your eyes on Jesus? You got to figure that out. And then the second is ask him a question. So I'm so passionate about this, but you have to be asking him the right kinds of questions. Uh, We talked earlier about that word Shema, which is hearing and doing put together. And so those are the two questions that I kind of ask. I got these from Jamie, the expert, but he always asks the two questions, God, what do you want me to know? And then number two, God, what do you want me to do? So in every moment, thinking, okay, God, in this moment, what is the most important thing that you want me to know? And then once I hear from him on that, God, okay, then now in response to that, what do you want me to do? And so those are the two questions that I ask. Now, nuance a little bit. I think so often we ask God the wrong kinds of questions, and that's why we don't hear him speak. For example, maybe you're in this stage of life right now, and you're like asking God the question, God, should I date this guy? God, like, what am I going to do with my life? God, what should I major in? God, uh, will I ever get pregnant? God, will you just tell me what my purpose is? Like, you know, we ask these really specific things where we kind of already have an answer in mind and we just kind of want God's green light or red light on the situation. 
And so what I do in those situations, if there's something that is really big on my heart, I just use these questions. So like, let's say, for example, I'm trying to figure out, God, should I date this guy? I would ask God, God, my heart finds myself really wanting to date this guy. What do you want me to know about that desire? What do you want me to know about that desire? And and it might be in that moment when God speaks to you and says, hey, your heart is still not healed from your last relationship. And I want to heal your heart long before you ever step into another relationship. And so if I just would have been asking the question, God, should I date this guy? Should I not date this guy? And God just said, no, you'd be like, well, what the heck, God? <laughs> like, where's your heart in that? Like, you're not good. But if you ask God the question, God, what do you want me to know about this desire? He can really begin to speak his truth. And then based off of what God spoke, you can then know, okay, now I know what I'm supposed to do. What I'm supposed to do is put this on pause and really invest in healing like with God. God says like, will you come to me and let me heal your heart basically. That's just an example. But for me, that's often kind of what it sounds like is rather than just asking God for these almost like genie in a bottle questions of like, God, what should I do next? Or what do I do about this? Like, I think we have to God ask God his heart in that situation and in that desire. And so that's been something that's really been big for me. And so I wanted to share an example. I have some prayer pad pages with me. So <laughs> this mm-hmm. prayer pad is really cool at the the beginning of it, it's called talk to him. And you're literally like writing out prayer requests. You're writing out gratitudes. You're just saying, Hey Jesus. Then the next section is get honest with them. And this is when I feel like God starts to kind of like almost loosen up the things in my heart that I've been quietly hiding away. So the first section is I'm so sorry, Jesus. So it's just confession. It's just like, Jesus, here are the places where I have not seen you in my life recently and where I've been struggling and where I've been ignoring your heart. And so I just say, I'm so sorry, Jesus. And then the next section is I need you, Jesus. And this is just where I begin to lay out my heart's desires to Jesus and just say, Jesus, I need you to show up in this way. Like I need you in my life in this way. And so that's when I say, I need you, Jesus. And then the final section of the prayer pad is this listen to him section that Ken's talked about in the beginning. And so what do you know? There's two questions there every day for you. The first Mm -hmm. is, Jesus, what's the most important thing you want me to know today? And then the second is, Jesus, what are you calling me to go and do today? And so I have two examples for you. These are literally just straight from my prayer pad. Uh, But this was January (laughs) 5th and kind of funny, but the day before I had been in the hospital just for something to do with like the baby there. I was going through a lot of pain and everything. And I was really struggling that day, obviously just with like the fear of is everything okay? But also like, I think when hard things happen, I tend to just like not like the version of myself that I see. Uh, Meaning I can just be like a little bit grumpy or a little bit like lose my joy and a little bit down. And so this was what I felt like God spoke to me on that day when I sat and listened to him. And so the first was, what's the most important thing you want me to know? And I just felt like he said, I'm with you. I haven't abandoned you. I love you. I'm warming the parts of your heart that have grown numb and cold. Keep looking up. Keep letting my light rest upon your face. So that's what I heard that day. (laughs) And it was really encouraging. I was like, okay, thank you, Jesus. And then, Jesus, what are you calling me to go and do today? I felt like he said, love well and love big. You are not your negative and cold thoughts. 
That's the false version of you. Who I've made you to be is easy with me, love with me. And so, like I said, the day before, I just felt like I had been down and kind of like grumpy and not the best version of myself and not a great wife and not a great friend. And I just felt like Jesus was like, hey, that's not who you are. Will you do this with me? Will you go and do this with Mm -hmm. me? So super simple, but like it's what I needed on that day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, That's good. And then this was this morning. So I thought (laughs) no better example than this morning. So uh, (laughs) last night I had community group and I was sharing with a friend how one of my biggest fears in going into motherhood is not feeling like I want to be a part of the mom club and like not loving the like stereotypical mom vibe. And so... Uh, I hadn't even thought about it this morning, but when I asked Jesus, what's the most important thing you want me to know today? He brought this to mind and it just says, I see you. I understand your heart better than anyone. Process your feelings about motherhood with me. I want to give you a clear vision and heartbeat come to me. And just realizing, you know, I talked to some friends about that, but I'd never actually talked to Jesus about it. And so it was really cool that in that moment, he kind of brought that to my mind and just said, Hey, Come and talk to me about that. And then actually, the second question, Jesus, what are you calling me to go and do today? This is what I felt like he said. He said, you're not disqualified to speak on hearing my voice. Trust your experience and your heart. Share it beautifully. It's going to keep people who've never really, it's going to help people who've never really tried to hear me before. And so Jesus knew I was doing this podcast today. (laughs) I hadn't thought about this podcast But I love that he brought that to mind of just like, hey, go do this with confidence. I've called you to do this. And so that's Mm -hmm. what it looks like really practically for me day in and day out to just hear Mm -hmm. the voice of God. That's really cool. I think as you shared those, it, it, um, it, it was a lot of what you just shared. It was personal. God spoke and it was really personal to you. And he spoke and it was really true. It wasn't. It wasn't anything negative, anything that would knock you down, but only something that would encourage you and empower you. And that is the voice of God. And I love how it's like spontaneous and random. It's just a thought. It's just a picture. It's just a word. And sometimes they correlate. I was like trying to connect the dots between some of yours. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah. I think that you know and if you sit in it longer how they correlate yep. and how sometimes they're also probably random and and that's great as well and so that was really helpful I think we <laughs> need some personal ones and you know my prayer pad is right behind me but <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't prepared for this <laughs> well I think it's cool too because like the whole idea of following the free flow of thoughts that come to your mind I think it takes some practice because at first you might hear something and be like that's crazy. I'm not going to write that down, but I challenge you to write it down because it is one of those things where you might look back on and you might, you might actually see God's voice in it. Or sometimes I write down my crazy and then God literally speaks to my crazy, you know, (laughs) like I write down like, like, oh my goodness, I have not called my mom back yet about that thing that I promised her I'd do two weeks ago. And then he speaks to that. And it's like, hey, you know, distractions or I don't know. You know what I mean? Like he can speak to Mm -hmm. our crazy even. And I think we just kind of have to like get comfortable with every day not being this like incredible revelation that's going to change your life. But knowing you have the mind of Christ, you have the spirit within you. He wants to speak to you. He wants to dialogue with you. 
And then uh, I think it's a spiritual muscle that you can stretch and you can grow and you can build upon. So yeah, for sure. Uh, I was it was funny actually. If you were to pick up my perfect and at first I was like, oh my, I'm not gonna get my perfect. Mind you, that's not what's <laughs> happening right now. But I um, would be hesitant to just a second ago because I. I think that my last like four days say the same exact thing mm. the what God told me to know and what God told me to do. And that I was like embarrassed by that. So I like wasn't going to read it. But I think there's actually like relevant yeah. there too. That sometimes like what God was speaking for you to know and do is truly the same thing over and over again. Cause whether you just because you just like need that rebuilt in your spirit. Yeah. Or, and I think in my situation, I have yet to like act upon it. And so he's, kind of just like okay okay keep doing that keep doing that do that do that or whatever and so yeah I think that's also the voice of God that often it doesn't have to be some like new revelation every day no not at all repetition I mean think about how often God repeated things throughout scripture that's definitely a way he speaks is through repetition and sometimes it takes 10 times for us to go oh (laughs) that's you God and I should respond in action and obedience so yeah. yeah, for sure. Honestly, so just like trying to hear God's voice is like so fun. And so I think that's where I've really enjoyed it is taking the pressure off of like, oh my goodness, I need to tomorrow go on the streets and try to hear things for other people. And instead just getting getting really comfortable and dependent upon God's voice in my day-to-day life. And then I know that there will be moments where he will speak to me in really crazy, supernatural, miraculous ways. And it's going to be just what somebody needs but for right now it's really fun to just learn what his voice sounds like in my everyday mundane moments as well so yeah in the personal ways too yeah I definitely feel like I needed to hear that I there's this excitement you know sometimes to like oh I want to like I want to do this in a community group setting like you were just saying or I want to gather people and I want to pray over people and like know what to say over their lives and like I have those desires and stuff and I kind of want to do that tomorrow but like I feel like (laughs) first step is to learn that in a quiet setting in a personal way until you grow in confidence of that but okay all this was super helpful our hope and prayer is that you guys put this into action like we've already talked about and you'll be able to see God move in your life in bigger ways because of it and you will feel more certain of who you are because of it and Mm. you will experience just like the everyday joy of life because of it as you're reading even yours Mac I was like oh my gosh okay if she didn't start her day off hearing that from God she probably would have been you probably wouldn't have been in a terrible mood all day (laughs) and you probably would have wrecked everything as you went (laughs) yeah (laughs) like I'm like okay this is like so good like we need to sit with God before we start our day and just hear from him so that you know not for just the radical moments although those are good but just for every day like peace, joy, goodness, and the filling of a spirit. And so I hope you guys go and do that and experience great things because of it. So yeah, thanks for listening to today's episode. Catch us in just a bit for another episode of For the Girl. Talk to you guys later.